how do you win a presidential election? In this lightning episode of the Boss Podcast, we learn how iteration and testing of your software can inch you towards victory. Welcome to the Business of Software podcast, where we share talks from our conferences and discussions with software people that will make you think. You can find out more at businessofsoftware.org. Hello and welcome to the Boss Podcast, episode 42. I'm Kirk Bailey and this week we are jumping back in time to 2016 to hear how the Obama campaign edged out the Romney campaign in this lightning talk from Josh Seiden and Jeff Gotthelf. Lightning talks are 30 slides long on a timer to change every 30 seconds, giving the speaker just seven and a half minutes to say everything they need to say. Happy listening. Good afternoon, my name is Jeff Gotthelf. This is Josh Seiden. This afternoon, we're gonna talk about how to win a presidential election using modern software tactics. This being an election year, we're not gonna talk about this year. We're gonna talk about 2012. Thank you. In 2012, these were our two candidates, former Massachusetts Governor Mitt Romney and uh, current President Barack Obama. And as it turns out, presidential campaigns are in the software business. And as it also, perhaps not surprisingly, turns out, so are you. So why do we say that presidential campaigns are in the software business? Well, uh, just like any business of any size at this moment, presidential campaigns run on a digital infrastructure. Okay, so they need, what do they need to do? They need to get out the vote, right? They need to coordinate the activity of ground staff and volunteers. They need to raise money. Well, it turns out all of that stuff runs on a digital infrastructure. Well, the Obama campaign knew this because in 2008, they had built a system. The system was called Houdini, and that system sucked, and it failed. The scope of it was too big, it was too cumbersome, and they released it in that big bang, that classic bing bang approach, which didn't work out for them. So in 2012, they built a system called Narwhal, and they decided to do things differently. And one of the main things that they tried to do differently was how they built the system. They hired an in-house cross-functional team of experienced Silicon Valley folks. They co-located them in Chicago. They launched early and they gave them a year to get it all right. The Romney campaign took a much more traditional approach. Um, their, their system was called Narwhal, uh, no, it was called Orca, and it's called Orca because orcas eat narwhals. Okay, um, but their, their approach was very traditional. It was big bang, big, I, big IT. They hired an outs, a, n- a number of outsourced vendors and they set them to work independently, planning for this big release uh, just about a week before election day. Now, if that sounds risky to you, it didn't sound risky to them. They were super confident. They were on the news bragging. Um, This is the communications director for the campaign who said that on election day, we're not even going to need the exit polls because the information that we are developing in our huge software system will be so much more precise than anything the exit polls can offer us that we're going to wipe the floor with Narwhal. So the Obama campaign sets out to build their tool, and they start to figure out whether or not it's actually going to meet the needs of the people they're building the products for. Well, it turns out the people who they're building the products for can't use it. Uh, It's confusing. They can't figure it out. And it doesn't help them actually to get out the vote. Now, how did they figure this out? Well, they showed them the tool, and they showed them prototypes, and they showed them ugly early builds. And when they learned this, they found this out in the first month. So they had 11 more months to iterate and to figure out how to get this tool right so that on election day, they could actually hit the ground running. 
Now, the Romney campaign, obviously, they're planning this Big Bang release. They're also banking on the power of keeping their plan secret. So nobody knows what they're doing. The different vendors are all not seeing the whole. And even though they're confident, they're not getting a reality check as they move forward. No one is seeing the system. It's a good plan, but will it work? <laughs> so building a product that customers can use is half the battle, but actually making sure the thing works on election day and can scale was also a concern for the Obama campaign. And so the question was, hey, will this thing run and stay up on election day? Well, as it turns out, the Obama team was absolutely confident it could because they were testing it on a monthly basis. Every month, they ran a game day scenario where they pretended once a month it was election day. And they threw everything they had at the system. And the system was Amazon Web Services, the actual production environment. So they could understand how the environment would react under any circumstance and adjust as they moved forward. So election night rolls around, and the Romney campaign sends their instructions <laughs> to the campaign volunteers. They email all of the volunteers instructions in PDF format. Turns out, many of the volunteers don't know how to open a PDF. <laughs> many more of the volunteers don't even have smartphones. The system was designed to run on smartphones. Okay, and the, those that do make it through find that the system has crashed. Meanwhile, on the Obama side, it's like old friends, right? It's shake and bake time. The, 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 the volunteers know the app. The app's been customized for the volunteers for the way they use it because they've had the time to figure it out, to get to know each other, to sense what's happening with the people who have to use it. And the campaign then responded to actually create a user experience and a product that would help them to get out the vote on election day. So election day, we all know what happened. <laughs> Um, and certainly part of that victory was the fact that the Romney get out the vote system just didn't work, right? Now, is that the whole reason? No, okay? But that, the, the failure of Orca is something that we can learn from because it's really, it's more than just a system failure. It's a failure of a way of managing software and a failure to integrate software operations deeply into an organization. Right. So the modern way of managing a software-based business is sense and respond. It's the way that we run our companies today. It's the way that we operate our companies today. You're in the software business, regardless of what you do or what you make. And managing a software-based business is different because you have the capability to get your ideas into market quickly and to sense how well uh, those uh, services meeting customer needs. And then you have the ability to react and to respond just as fast to adjust continuously to make sure that you're always meeting those market needs. Now, we use the phrase sense and respond. And we like this phrase because it kind of describes the feedback loop that is at the heart of modern digital operations, right? It's not about making these big plans and shipping just before election day, right? It's about making small plans, sensing from the market what the reality is, and then being able to adjust as you move forward. And then once you've sensed and collected all this information, the goal is then, the question is, what do you do with it, right? And the goal is to respond to that information. You've put something into the market, <laughs> You've gotten some kind of a reaction from it. What do you do with that continuous stream of information? And the idea is to build teams that can uh, respond to that. You have to build cultures where it's OK to respond, because responding means adjusting course. And adjusting course 
means explicitly admitting that you were wrong, and that has to be okay where you work. All right, so to wrap it up, you are in the software business just like any organization of any size. And that means stepping back from traditional management practices and re-examining, right? Managing software teams is different. You need a new kind of organization um, and an organization that's capable of learning its way forward in a continuous manner. That's seven and a half minutes. My name's Josh Seiden, that's Jeff Gothelf. Thanks very much. Don't forget, you can get regular updates from Business of Software via the newsletter. Sign up for free at businessofsoftware.org slash updates. Thanks for listening to the Business of Software podcast. For more information, go to businessofsoftware.org.